song. Hannah just wrote it. I'm very good. I use they, them pronouns. I'm Hannah. I use she, her pronouns. Welcome. This is our podcast. This is the special <laughs> podcast after dark. Yeah, it's um podcast it's at night. 47 p.m. in the evening, and I feel like I am about to uh, fall asleep. See, as we were talking about, we've reversed because yes. I feel highly energized and awake and ready to record a podcast and not uh, completely exhausted. Although I did have kind of an exhausting day. I mean, I'm in my pajamas. I just had a wonderful massage. Yeah. I'm, I'm, ready, to, I'm ready to turn in. <laughs> yeah. I'm still in my clothes that I wore to work. So. Fabulous. Well, you did just walk in the door. Yeah. Um, I walked in the door. I sat down. I put on some nail polish. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah's got really nice nails right now. We're After this, I'm going to eat some it. vegan nachos. Ooh. I might have to join you for yeah. that. One. Or I might do like a rustic deconstructed nacho situation. I wish you wouldn't. I don't know why you were like this. <laughs> Because it's really funny to get angry when you say rustic and deconstructed as opposed to be excited. I think there's more comedy in rage. We're really rustically deconstructing this joke right now. (laughs) I really hope this new fancy mic picked that up because that was a deep (laughs) sigh. Yeah, it was. (laughs) I I want us to hit up Call Out Corner immediately. Oh, yeah, we've got uh, some wicked amount of shit to call out. Yes, the first thing that I want... I'm in control. The okay. first thing that I want to say is, um, I don't know if this was, thank you, I don't know <laughs> if this was included in the uh, episode last time about um, Tribe 8, because I was talking about how excited I was about Tribe it 8. Was. I think it was. Some the thing of it you're about was, to say, but some of it wasn't. The thing you're about yeah. to call okay. out was, because I listened to the episode. Okay, cool, thank you. Because um, some of us re-listen to our episodes. Uh, I normally do, but like, I li- I don't know. I fucked up this week. I dropped the it's, ball. It's fine. I um, there's whatever. I was just tra- okay. So uh, actually, not all of the members of Tribe Eight. I was exaggerating. Not all the members of Tribe Eight have transitioned. You after do that. Hyperbole is my best friend. Um, yes, it's not though. Is the thing you say it's your best friend, and it is. It's, some people really like it. When yeah, I but use it, it leads um, you to say wildly inaccurate of, stuff. Sometimes not all members of Tribe Eight are trans. Uh, some of them are not trans. All of them are queer. Yes. Um, and yeah, it. I don't know. I you I, had said last week that they have all either died or transitioned, yes, and, and that, that is, is not accurate. Yes, yeah. it was an exaggeration and it was a falsehood. And I don't ever want the members of Tribe Eight to think that I'm I'm telling lies about them because I love them very much. And I, <laughs> well, there's I want them to w- love them exaggeration too. is great. Falsehoods are not great because we don't want to misrepresent people's gender yes, identity either. Completely. Yes. Um. I want to, I, we, we had a sort of immediate in-person call-out corner in the car ride on the way home from and recording our last episode and the rest of that morning. Uh, how some how might call are we going to guess about, get about this? Uh, I, I, some might call it a fight we in the car ride on the way home. We had a fight. Um, I got defensive, but I shouldn't have. So anyway, last week we had our whole bit at the end of the episode, which I thought was pretty funny. About um, I heard it was funny. Benedict People told us it was funny. Yeah, about Benedict Cumberbatch and how he looks like a foreskin. A penis. A well, penis. and then I, later I said foreskin because I think that's more specific true. to what I'm getting at about the way he looks. First of all, you had said something about, like, I don't want to make uh, Benedict Cumberbatch feel bad. And, like, I think it's okay. I think we can safely say we're punching up if we make fun of Benedict Cumberbatch's Looks, it's but no. Let me keep talking. 
Especially because he was in that racist Doctor Strange movie. Yes, I was saying I don't want to make. And he was racist. He was in that racist Star Trek people movie. People who have similar body types. No, no, no. Too. Yeah, people who are not Benedict Cumberbatch are perfectly lovely. He was in that racist Star Trek movie. Yes. And he was in that racist Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. I'm, so fuck. Yes. And he was in the homophobic Sherlock. So fuck him. All right. Okay. I don't actually. Yes. He's probably I don't fine. Know him. I don't know. I don't he's know just him been personally. in some real shitty. Anyway, but this is not what we're here to talk. That's what we're talking about. But anyway, at the end of the episode, I had said something like penises weren't my thing. And you, I uh, afterwards had said that you thought it was maybe transphobic to have genital preferences, and I. This is the. We yeah, don't I need asked, to recount. We don't need question. to rehash the whole fight. Okay, I had, But uh, the the dis- distillation yeah. of what we talked okay. about was right. you saying that, and then me saying what I was trying to get at is not that I have genital preferences, but just when I can say it's like when I conceptualize any genitals, they are not my thing, and that's how my sexuality works. Like genitals attached to humans does not make them more or less attractive or like I wouldn't not have sex with somebody based on the genitals that they have regardless of their gender. I'm not trying to make anybody with certain genitals feel invalid or anything like that. It's just like if I, like my gender is fluid, my sex is no thank you. Like if I had my way, I would be a, I would have no secondary sex characteristics and I would be a genderless, sexless alien. Um, and I, that's what I was sort of getting at is that like, again, when I conceptualize abstractly unattached to a human, when I conceptualize any genitals, that is not something that I prefer. Um, and And I had expressed at, uh, at the end of it, um, you kind of called me out for this on the episode, but I was, uh, intensely uncomfortable about what you said. And I projected that uncomfortability into the form of a question. We've had this discussion on the podcast before. (laughs) It's my it's my thing. It's All my, right, fine. Uh, it's Carry my on. trademark. I use the wrong words. Sure. Um, my That's discomfort. I was I was very uncomfortable. Is that That's okay. a word. We've right. just we've literally okay. had this conversation I was, before. I know on the on the podcast. On the podcast. I, was, I think that was episode three. Yeah, yeah I it think was so. episode three. I was very um uncomfortable because uh, I have been thinking a lot about if having genital preferences is transphobic. So I posed that question to you. As a guy, so I wouldn't have to. Yeah, but it was a very accusatory con- question. And I, I'm not. I, I I'm not saying, yeah, saying yeah. what I'm going okay, to sorry. say. Um, and I, I tend to bring things that make me upset or uncomfortable to a more general level and try to talk about them in that way, as opposed to just going up to Anna and being like, "Hey, what you said made me uncomfortable." Um, and that's something that I'm working on, but it, it made me uncomfortable and upset because I that exact same thing in a different context has been said differently about like to demonize trans women's bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's not at all and what I, I was that's saying. that's not what you were saying. It's just it's I It's not what really I meant iffy. and I feel like it's not what I said, but I, felt, I agree that well, the thing I said was iffy. Yeah, I felt really iffy about it because I didn't want us to be portraying a message that was against people with penises because I right. think that people with all sorts of genitals are beautiful and perfect. So right. I love them very much. I agree. About the people, I don't like genitals. And that's fine. And that was something that I uh, was was thinking about because um, I also think that in, in my question, uh, I was, uh, I, I talked to you about this, I was being dismissive of your identity as asexual and I was not listening in the way that I wanted to listen to try to understand how you felt about the situation. And we talked about this entire thing over brunch. We did. 
because well, we fought in the car. We fought in the car, and we then we separately speak. traveled to the brunch establishment because brunch we needed to cool down. To and cool then down. we talked about it in a level-headed way over brunch, which is very gay of us. It was. It we was felt all very gay. It was of very us. lesbian of us because we felt very seen and we felt very heard. I did feel very seen and heard, and you're really good at doing that whenever we argue. I really appreciate your ability to have conflict with me, even kind of a little bit now, and it's fine. I don't think we're having conflict. No, I just want to make sure that conflict. we're rehashing conflict. I just want to make sure that like. I get very defensive and touchy about things I felt like I said clearly being misinterpreted. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, again, you can't control other people's... Uh, not again. We talked about this. You can't control other people's like reaction to the things that you say or the way that the things that you say are perceived. Um, so again, while I did not say that uh, like people with penises are gross or whatever. Like, I did not say that. Um, it, I recognized that how the thing that I said could come off that way. Mm-hmm. Um, again, my, I, if I had my way, I would be a sexless cyborg alien. Um, and in queer, I think, and we talked about this too, I think in queer utopia, like, having genital preferences would be just that. It would have nothing to do with gender or anything like that, but that's not at all where we are in the world um, and that's not at all what I was trying to say, that I have genital preferences, other than no. Sure. Yeah. Cool. So that was, that was, our, uh, that was our extended call-out corner, extended yeah. version of call-out corner. Um, um, yeah. Um, uh, uh, hey, Anna, what you playing? Hey, Kai. Um, still Breath of the Wild. Incredible. Um, I had a uh, long conversation. Not long. Well, I talked to a guy. Um, there's a guy in the shop today okay. at the tattoo shop where I work at. Uh, his daughter was getting tattooed, and he had a Switch, so I asked him what he was playing. Oh, cool. um, and he recommended a few cool little, like, Switch games to me, which was pretty are nice. They multiplayer? Some of them are. Cool. Um, and some of them looked really fun. There was, like, a beat-matching game that looked really fun that I can't, oh, love those. can't remember the name of right now, but I'll recognize it when I look at it yeah. in the store. Um, but I've, yeah, still been playing Breath of the Wild and uh, still loving the Switch, getting to, like, more experience the versatility of the mm-hmm. Switch. I had to wake up nice. to be at the tattoo shop at 7 o'clock in the morning on Friday. Yeah, that was tough. Because we were waiting for the pest control guy. Um, and he didn't even uh, show up at 7, so. No, I showed up at 8.45. Well, luckily, because he, we were told that the window was between 7 and 9. He thought that the window was between 9 and 11, Wake Up America. And, um... Luckily, he arrived at 8.45, so I didn't feel like I completely wasted my fucking time. And I got paid. But all of this is to say I brought my <laughs> Switch, and I just played Switch uh, and listened to My Favorite Murder, which is a little spooky when you're alone in an empty tattoo shop yeah. at 7 o'clock in the morning, because everybody who walks by the front window is a murderer, because um, the whole front of the shop is glass. Sure. Um, and... Uh, but yeah, I get to play Zelda. I got to get paid to play. Technically, it's the first time I've ever gotten paid to play video games. I'm so excited for you, in a lot of ways. Did are we? You, are, are you? Are you saying? What? I just, I just want to clarify what you said. Okay. Anyone. Is a murder. Walks past every single one. A tattoo shop window at seven in the morning. Is a murderer. Is a murderer. When you're listening to my favorite murderer. Do you have to look in? To the tattoo shop? No, you to just be a murderer? You just no, you just by. gotta walk by. Huh? Yeah. And you're a murderer. So, yep. Anybody so I should here? Avoid, if I don't want to go to jail, I should Yeah, avoid. you should avoid it. Here's the, the listen, Aaron, here's the thing. Okay. Anybody who walks anywhere willingly at seven o'clock in the morning, unless it is to work at a coffee shop, is okay. a murderer. I don't know what to tell so you. Everyone I've ever oh, seen no. at seven yeah. six in the morning is a murderer. Is a murderer. So you're telling me that I'm a murderer right now? Yes. 
I don't know what to tell you. I don't make the rules. Please don't call the kitty cat well, police. I'm not going to call the kitty cat this police. Is, this is the end of this podcast, I think. I guess. Two of the, I, two of the involved parties are going to jail. Handle's you haven't stated herself. your last name on the podcast, I don't think. I have. Aaron hasn't. Shoot, I Aaron. I have. I guess you're going to They're both. You both have very common white people names. So. We do. That's true. We haven't stated like our address or anything. You're fine. It's all I fine. Yeah, there's a hockey player. See, this joke has gotten a little bit too serious, and I'm a little concerned now. Um, (laughs) I'm going to back it up. I am not a murderer. Let's bring jokes back into the room. Jokes, enter the room. As far as you know. Okay, don't even stop it. Um, You're not a murderer. Like, that's the joke. You're a fucking pacifist. Yeah, well. You, like, couldn't hurt anything if you had to. I feel like I could if I had to. I don't know about that. Anyway, I'm anyway. playing Diaries of a Spaceport Janitor still. Um, oh, yeah, have you played it all since yeah, last Yeah, I actually was just upstairs playing it right oh, now. Neat. That was what I was doing because um, I moved over to my desktop uh, that I built. Oh, is it because I made fun of you for never using it last week? Uh, no, that was definitely not part of it at all. That's um, what, because you haven't used that computer at all in like a year? Yeah, uh, well, listen, I decided to play it on there because it was really difficult for me to control on my laptop because yes. the touchpad just does not work with my um, motor control issues mm-hmm. so um that's fair yeah i ended up uh sitting there for like geez the past hour or something just trying to figure out this game a little bit better and i feel like i have a better hold on it because you you basically like pick up or incinerate garbage right and mm-hmm. i've learned i've learned that if you pick up a lot of the garbage mm-hmm. you can sell it to people who want to buy the garbage you talked about that last week money. yeah but i actually figured out how to do it this oh time. you hadn't you knew that was the point of the game but you hadn't figured yeah, out i how hadn't to do it. figured okay. out how to do it uh because it was really difficult for me to figure out how to like i don't know get around the world in a way that made sense i'm still gonna see if there's some kind of overworld map that i can find on the internet because it's really hard for oh, me I'm to contextualize sure where things are you could email um, that person who uh, recommended the game. Yeah, I might, honestly. Uh, it's It seems like a pretty cool game thus far. I'm really curious to actually get into more of the plot of it because I'm still in, like, the, the opening not plot section because I can't figure out where the people to continue the plot are. Uh, I but see. I'm doing really well in this game, y'all. I have eight whole dollars. Um, Kai and I have enough money. is good at video I games. I am a very... That's the thing, though. I am good at video games. Uh-huh. Okay, don't be mean to me. I beat I'm not, I'm every sorry. day in Mario Kart. Yeah, you're wicked good at Mario Kart. I know Can we this. talk? We didn't talk about that at all oh, yeah, last true. week. Yeah, we played a lot of Mario Kai Kart. Kai fucking hustled me at Mario Kart. I they did were not like mean to. they like won the first game and they I was like, oh dude, like good whatever. And then they won the next like several games and I was like, Wow, you're good at Mario Kart and they were like, That's not true. And I was like, Well, <laughs> I, I don't like. know that you're the one who gets to decide that. But then they just kept kicking my ass for the rest of the day. And I was like, Did you shark me at Mario? We didn't bet money, we but didn't I was like, bet Did you shark it. me at Mario Kart? They won every, like, almost every round of Mario Kart that we played. Uh, and then they were, they were still like, Oh no, God. Like, sit, see, fucking see? They're like, Oh, it's just look. I'm still not good at Mario. Instead Fuck off. Just- Shut up. You're good at Mario Kart. Just accept it. Never. I hate you so much. It's funny because it makes you angry. Um, <sighs> Hannah, what's the gayest thing you've done this week? Probably, I don't know. I'm painting my nails right now <laughs> while we Is record this podcast. Yeah, it's gay. All right. Um, I'm wearing a flannel right now, too. My very nice flannel. That's I wore true. to work today. Um, other than that, what's the... I'm trying to think of what the actual... I think there was something I'm gay gonna that we did. I'm going to stop drumming on the table. Oh, we went and saw Alan Cumming. Duh. That was so gay. It was very gay. Um, um, we went yeah. and saw uh, t- TV and film and stages Alan Cumming, um, who you may know from such movies as Spy Kids. He was Floop. 
He was in the L Word. He was, yeah, he was, uh, what's his name? Billy, the party promoter in the yeah, L Word. Yeah. Um, the party promoter he, who, like, sells Max, like, illegal, way too much illegal tea or whatever. Yeah. He it's fine. He was also the uh, MC in Cabaret. Yes, he was the MC in Cabaret in the theater. He in was the, theater. Uh, uh, the stage theater. The stage theater. And he was, um, uh, uh, sorry, I'm getting a text from my manager. Um, Yes, I did punk her on Facebook. Um, I also punked my manager on Facebook today. Uh, I um, He was in Things. He was in Things. He was Nightcrawler in X-Men 2, the only good X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. Hot take. I haven't seen any of the like new ones. I haven't seen like, First like Class or any X-Men of those. X-Men First Class, except I was queer-baited, and I didn't like mm, that. I don't like that one bit. But I did like Pretending. That's, yeah, so that's what we have to do, which we'll get into what we're going to talk about this week. Ooh, hey, um, but hold on, I've got one more gayest thing that I've done this week. Alan yeah. Cumming can be yours. Um, the gayest oh. thing that I did this week was on Mother's Day, I went out and purchased a plant for Hannah and wrote a card from our cat to give it to her. Yeah, it was really Hannah's cute. Because Hannah's the cat's mother. Yeah, um, it was pretty cute. I think that's pretty gay. Uh, it was very gay. It's pretty You gay. also defended your thesis. Oh, fuck yeah, I also <laughs> defended my thesis and I uh, got my distinction in gender women's studies, which is... Hell gay. gay. That is so very gay. gay. You also got a massage from a gay person too. I also got a massage from a very gay person. And you don't have a migraine anymore. <laughs> I don't have a migraine anymore. He was incredibly powerfully gay and he cured my migraine with his hands. That's gay. And arms. That's gay. No legs. Arms are gay. Arms are gay. Hands are lesbian. Hands are lesbian. Breathe into my hands, I'll cup them like a glass to drink from. I do. I Jeez. Are you still breathing? Breathing is gay. Breathing's mm-hmm. lesbian. Shoot. Breathing is lesbian. Yeah. Well. That was a gross noise. Sorry. That was a very <laughs> gross noise. I have seasonal allergies. I do like that that's the same singer that was singing uh, about breathing into the hands. Yeah. What's that band called? John Ralphio. They, they were both a little John Ralphio. What is that artist's name again? That's a great question. Uh, uh, that sings the song that's in the sex scene and um, uh, But I'm a Cheerleader. I, that's, what the, that's, some, that's what we're referencing. It's some, like, we 90s. Uh, glass-based cello case. Oh, Tattletale yeah. Tattletale yeah. is the song. Yeah, yeah. Some um, 90s, I, like... Wait, actually, which way is it? Oh, Tattletale's the artist. Glass-based cello oh, case yeah. is the song. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. The album is So True, spelled S-E-W. I hate that. I love lesbians. <laughs> Uh, me too, buddy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's roll oh, right I also... Oh, can fuck. I tell one more story? Yeah, Sorry. Again, story. see, I was just telling about this before the podcast. Uh, uh, I love recording the podcast at night because we both, like, lived a full day, so we have, like, stories sure, sure. to tell. I was walking into Nooch Vegan Market today Incredible. where I go every day to buy snacks. That's gay. It is gay. And uh, to buy my nacho fixins. Sure. And uh, I walked into the market, and this really cute person um, walked out, like, as I was walking in. I, like, nice. stepped aside so they could walk out. And they were like, excuse me? And I was like, excuse me? I didn't say that, but in my mind, I was like, okay. Well, I said it like a normal tone of voice, (laughs) but in my mind, I was like, excuse me? Uh, They were really cute. Um, And then I walked (laughs) into Nooch, and uh, I'm friends with everyone who works there. Of course. And my buds were behind the counter. I was like, that person was cute. And then this, like, doughy white guy was standing at the counter. He was like, oh, who, me? And I was like, ha, and just kind of walked away, because I didn't have the energy to 
responds and it's like, shut up, dude. The I world does not fucking revolve around no you. really loudly. Yeah. No! Yeah. Not you! I mean, you're fine. I, everybody's valid, but like, fuck off. I don't mean it's about you. You're valid, but no, leave me alone. Um, and I, apparently, and I, I walked away and apparently uh, when I like went around the corner to go get my um, vegan nacho cheese, uh, my buddy behind the counter, the like guy apparently when I walked away was like, oh, I don't care if she thinks I'm cute. And LV and my buddy Alvino like looked at him and was like, "She's gay, <laughs> you dumbass." And the guy was like, "Oh, this like revelation as though that was the only reason I wouldn't think some like, like shitty fucking generic looking white dude was cute." What Again, I don't understand is how somebody can look at you in your beautiful, perfect flannel with Thank your well coiffed hair, my well coiffed hair, and my crystal and your, necklace that I'm wearing on the outside necklace. of my flannel, yes. and my skinny jeans, and, and my Doc Martens, and my and septum ring, and my stretched ears. She's probably not. And um, your face—you have a very lesbian face. Thank you. You're welcome. I should your just, hands. You have uh, cut short nails. I do. That are painted. That are painted. Which is Fudge. That is Fudge. Um, I should probably not just dis- um, describe myself in such detail. Um, I guess <laughs> so. I do not get a murder. Did you know that every other short queer person looks just like? Yeah, you? that's true. Did you know that we could have been describing me when we were talking? My mom was at a bagel place the other day, oh, no. and she was like, uh, she was like, it's this is relevant to what we're talking about. I know I'm about to be sad though. I think. She was like, oh, there was somebody working at the bagel place who looked a lot like you. And I was like, yep, there are only so many queer haircuts in the world. I thought that you were going to say that your mom thought, thought you that, were there. But it was mis- you. But no, I wasn't there. <laughs> but it was somebody else entirely. The thing about Hannah no. and I is that we get mistaken for each other and everyone else who is also queer and short around us. People always ask time. me if I work at the illegal Pete's next door because there is a short trans man that works there. His hair, not rainbow. Your hair, rainbow. Rainbow. Um, yeah, our room. One of our roommate. Uh, our new mis- roommate. Yeah, our new roommate. Um, he's not new to like our lives. Like I've no, been but for a he's while. new to our house. Uh, mistook it. Kai for me the other day from behind. My friend who I've known for mm, twenty four years mistook Kai for me when we were at Pride last year. It was year. so funny. Holy shit! Um, at the time, I had no hair, and Kai had a mohawk. Hair. I had a hair. So um, anyway. Hey, Kai. Hey, Hannah. This podcast about video games. Did you know that? No, I forgot. Oh, geez. Well, let me tell you. It sure is. What are we talking about this week? Well, Besides, uh, you know, what we've been talking about. <laughs> we're going to be Oh, talking- my pants just ripped some more. Oh, no. This keeps happening to you. It happened this well, morning in the car. Yeah. Once the, like, crotch starts to, because my thighs rip together, so once the crotch starts to rip, like, anytime I'm, it's just, it's, there's no hope. Dude, eventually those pants are just going to fall off of you while you're wearing them. Yeah, like tear away assless chaps. Very sexy. Yeah, I'm very sexy. You are very sexy. I'm um, very sexy. You're very sexy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm very sexy. I bet that slamming on the table is very good audio. I bet the screaming it's into the microphone. Sexy. It's a very <laughs> sexy. Very sexy slamming. Very sexy. sexy slamming. I'm um, going to sneeze. It's going to be very sexy. Oh, the face you just made. <laughs> Was it sexy? <laughs> I'm so turned on. I, I need to stop the podcast. Hold on. I need like mm, seven minutes. I need seven minutes, please. Oh, Jesus. I, I can do it in five. Well, uh, okay. I want to talk about The Sims. All right. Speaking of sex. Yeah. Because you make your Sims bottom. No, that's true. Um, So I grew up playing various iterations of The Sims like throughout my entire childhood. Like friends and I would like sit at the computer for uh, hours at a time like um, building and designing houses and then creating and designing characters or whatever. But when I was alone, 
I would always... Um, so we're talking about escapist fantasies this week, right? Yes, yeah. Not like escapist how we've been talking about like high fantasy, yeah. but like games as escapist fantasy for uh, Queer queers folks. and how we need escapism because our lives are a living hellscape. Yes, so uh, basically when, when I was growing up, I would always play um, The Sims and I would always make a character that was kind of like me, but like wasn't me. Because I was one of those really weird kids. Yeah. And um, did you also make characters that were like your friends? No, I actually felt really uncomfortable doing yeah, that. That's I just fair. made me. Um, but I would always make me as like a male sim because that was the life that I was interested in leading at that point. And I would always make them like really good at guitar and really good at charisma. And I would basically like make them live out this. Um, this really idyllic, like, perfect life. I think I always made them gay, too. None of my Natch. sons were heterosexual. None of my anyone is heterosexual, mm-hmm. ever. <laughs> um, except for my wonderful producer, Aaron. He is heterosexual. Hello. He waved. He gave waved. a little wave. Very cute. It was very um, cute. <laughs> I just don't want to erase your identity. Sorry, Aaron. Uh, but basically, like, a lot, of, a lot of my Sims playing experience was attempting to recreate my reality in a way that was more uh, pleasurable and in line with what it was that I was interested in experiencing and was unable to experience either because I was too young or because, like, my parents didn't support me transitioning when I was a child, Um, which is, you know, very common, especially for people my age. Now when I hear about kids who are, like, six years old and their parents are letting them live as the gender that they feel... That's mind-blowing Yeah, to it's me. wild to me. I mean, it's awesome, but it is no, it's wild. So, it's awesome, and it's also, like, very multifaceted, because uh, Jack Halberstam talks about how um, when you raise uh, a trans kid with cis parents, uh, a lot of times the cis parents don't expose that kid to trans culture, and they don't have, like, trans elders, like some of us older trans folks do. Who You're su- 20. I'm older two. than six. That's, you are older than six. 22 is more than six. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you agreeing with me there. Uh, but basically, they don't have that exposure to the trans community, which is, like, very strong and very important. So they're missing that facet of trans identity. Um, and that's just always been a very interesting take on that to me. But anyway, yeah, I wasn't allowed, I wasn't, like, allowed to transition or be seen as trans in spite of the fact of reiterating that I was a boy and just not being heard. Um, so I lived that through video games, as I've talked about before. But The Sims was a very specific type of living that through video games because you can literally make yourself and your friends, which which I didn't do, but you're, you're not weird if you did that. Like, that's not a weird thing. That was yeah, just something that I felt uncomfortable with. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you also played The Sims. I did. But differently than I did. Differently than you did, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it's interesting because it falls in that thing I think I've talked about on the podcast before where, like, I didn't know gay was a thing you could be until I was, like, 13 or something, um, until all my friends stopped talking to me at the same time because they thought I was a lesbian, which, wah, wah. Um, They're lost, am I right? Yeah, right? You're so sexy. I'm so sexy. I just spit all over myself. I know. Um, <laughs> um... But yeah, so I didn't, I did make my Sims bone like constantly. Were they straight Sims? They were straight Sims because I didn't know there was such a thing as not. Like I didn't know that was a thing. I also didn't have good sex, shockingly in the American, in the American public school system, I didn't have good sex education. Wow. So like an element, right? 
amazing and unique experience. The joke is that uh, American sex education is bad. It for sucks and has zero, zero queer sex ed. I think there's starting oh, to be God, more no. of that. Like in California, I think it's mandatory to teach queer sex ed in sex ed now. Yeah, but in a lot of places, it's also mandatory to teach that queer sex will give you HIV and AIDS and you will die. So, yes, correct. Uh, cool. Um, yeah, super cool. So, yeah, so I didn't know that that was an option and I didn't really know how sex worked either. Mm-hmm. Um, do I now? Yes, I'm. I'm good so at so sexual. I'm what very a sexual person. <laughs> well, I'm demisexual. So when I have sex, I am very good at it. I just I want was playing on that the sexy sounds. Bit that that we were doing. sounds like something that somebody is bad at sex would say, but what? it's not. That's not true. I'm good at sex. Anna's good at sex, you all. I'm good at sex. She's good at it. I need people to know that. I promise, she's good at I'm it. I'm good at sex, and I'm single. <laughs> hey, ladies. Oh, ladies. <laughs> um. Jeez. Wah, wah. Um, Stop. <laughs> Stop this. I no. can't. I can't. Um, so anyway, so I, I made my sins bone all the time, and I had that. I had all the cheats. So I had that cheat that like removes the pixels from yeah, the sins yeah. when they're in the but shower then or whatever. It just, but then it's a black box. No, they didn't have black box. Okay, well, then they just they, don't they just have looked like Barbies. Genitals, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't okay, have genitals. Was, the yeah. girl Sims had boobs, um, but no nipples. Nobody now, had nipples. I definitely did mod my games so people would have genitals because I thought it was super weird that they didn't have genitals. Of course you did. That's wild. Well, because it's really weird to not have genitals if you like have them, you know. Deep. I guess I actually I don't know if everybody has genitals, so I yeah, don't actually, call yeah. you weird for not having genitals. I do. Yeah, I actually don't know if that's um, if that's a thing. I, if it's a thing, fucking hit me up, and how do I get on that train? Yeah, I know that people uh, don't have nipples. Some of those people, but like I know somebody without nipples. Yeah, I know. I know cut somebody without nipples too. Cut them right off. C- cut those. Cut those bad boys cut off. Cut those suckers right off. Cut those calls, suckers right off. Nipples. Calls them nipple. Yep, nipples. it's very funny. Um, I rammed my nipple piercing directly into a stick today, and it hurt like shit. Wow, that's my story about nipples. That's a great story about Thank nipples. Thank you. Um, Aaron's <laughs> face. Where was I going with this? Oh, I was gonna. Sims. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that The Sims was like a really interesting place of exploration mm-hmm, for sure. a lot of young people, like uh, sexual and sexuality exploration. Sure. Because uh, I think that was, there were not many ways that I was able to be exposed to people of, like, the same gender being intimate with each other sure. at that age. Um, there weren't a lot of ways that I knew how to. Oh, yeah. Similar, I zero. I zero mean, ways. Zero exposure. I kind of knew that gay people existed, but I didn't know how to find them if that makes sense like I didn't know what to look up on the internet to be like hello I would like to see gay people because I am a gay can you show me gays Google yeah especially then like now yeah you just sort of sneeze and gay porn falls out out of your computer well lesbian porn made for straight people yeah but anyway no so I, I really didn't know how to be exposed to to gay people outside of the context of like the sims because I, I don't know how I stumbled on the fact that you could make people be gay in there, but um, but I, I had managed to do it, and I was, like, really fascinated by the fact that that was just something that you could do, and it didn't seem that yeah. hard. It feels like The Sims... Was that available in the first, no, it was in The Sims 1? Okay. I don't know if it was Sims 1. Because The Sims 2 came out, still came out, like, a long-ass time ago. Yeah, it did. Um, it came out a long-ass time and ago. And that still... It feels like in many ways that was kind of ahead of the curve like I think it was um again that was before I knew being gay was a thing you could be so I didn't even try it because it didn't occur to me because I didn't I had zero model for the fact that gayness and queerness 
was an available option. I mean, you did have a model, but it was it was not obvious to you. There right? was a model that I did, because I did not know that being gay yeah. was a thing, it wasn't a model because I didn't know that's what it was. The thing, the thing is, um, all of the gay people in my life were incredibly distant from me or I didn't see them being gay. Like, the one gay best friend of my mom's um, either didn't have a partner or wouldn't bring his partner to come visit us. We so had, I just, yeah, we had a I just situation. knew that he was, um, that my mom told me he was gay, but I didn't understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. I knew that that was an insult that people called people on the playground, but mm-hmm. I didn't know. I knew that in my house it wasn't a bad thing, but in the world it was, it was a, a bad, bad thing. thing. I actually also, pretty much the exact same yeah, situation. But also, um, we it's had... It's a white liberal mom Yeah, it is white liberal experience. mom common experience. There was also... Um, to uh, one of my one of my mom's close friends who is I don't he's like he's always really cared about me I was about to call him like my uncle but he's not actually my uncle um, and he has uh, HIV and cancer and I've never met him once in my life but he always writes me these wonderful long letters from him and his partner um, but I never met them. So I just knew conceptually that gay people who knew other gay people and were dating other gay people existed out in the world, like you were saying, but I never saw them. So I wanted to see them. Conversely, I saw them and didn't know that's what it was. Because Which I is didn't, so weird. didn't know that was a thing that existed. Yeah. It did, I had no... I can't exaggerate the, 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 the um, extent to which I had no, absolutely no basis of knowledge for two people of a similar gender can be together. I had no, n- no knowledge at all modeled for me that that was a thing. I don't know if that was intentional. Like, I don't know if my parents, like, kept that from me. Um, or what the situation was. Or if it... I just... I don't know, really know how that... I mean, certainly popular media was not showing me anything. No, no. Um, but I don't know, other than that, if that was, like, intentional. I can't imagine that it wasn't. Like, I don't I know mean, how... I don't... Here's the thing, Hannah. I don't think that... To speak from my experience, I don't think that my parents purposefully kept gayness away from me. It's just that they didn't know that they had to give me gayness. We should like, give every you know I mean? child. You should. I don't every sort of experience, um, but that's but not that's how thing. white parents function. My parents didn't American know parents. that they had to give that to me because they exposed me to like a lot of culture. Um, but all of it was heterosexual, and I don't think that it occurred to them to do that mm-hmm. because um, both of my parents had have like previously identified as queer-ish to me before mm-hmm. um in a not to like out my parents but also you can't find my parents fuck you um <laughs> they uh but neither of them to my knowledge have really acted on it or told anybody about it or done anything with it which, based on the environments that they grew up in and right. that's which not is, to like erase yeah. their identities or shame them for it i was about to say but they never participated in gay or queer culture sure i just want to say that if if that applies to you as a human that does not make you less no, queer or it less definitely valid. does not um and you don't have to like act on anything no be out or tell anybody anything about anything in order to be queer and be valid gosh no if you say that you're queer you're queer that's yeah. the long and short of it um my parents are queer but they primarily participated in heteronormative culture and that was the culture that they socialized me in is what i am attempting to say totally yeah. um they they purposefully distanced themselves from queer identities i think based on the environments that they um Grew up in. Grew up in, which were uh, very, very conservative U.S. states. Um, so this is all to say that, like, my, The Sims was the first time that I saw uh, two men kissing. But it wasn't actually two men. It was, uh, you know, 
Two graphics. digital Two men. digital boys. Um, Just some good, good digital boys. Good, good digital boys. Uh, I was very, I was always very nervous to uh, make women on The Sims. Hmm. Um, and I was always super nervous to make lesbians on The Sims. I, like, I think I did it once and I was very... Um, confused about the feelings that it gave me because my lesbian identity has definitely been a longer time coming than when I was identifying as a gay man because that was much easier for me for some reason to like get to I don't know interesting I'm talking more about gay identity than I am about the sims that's sort of our podcast that's true um sometimes but yeah that's so interesting because it's it's sort of like how when I was so afraid because I, again, didn't, like, my lesbian identity was, like, a long time coming. Like, my queer identity's been around longer, but, like, I very much, I think I've talked about this, like, resisted the term lesbian because it was something that other people put onto me, but something totally. I never got to choose for myself. And then that turf, that uh, turf lesbian got all shitty to me on the internet. And I was like, fuck you. I'm a lesbian, too, and your opinion fucking sucks. Mm. Um, and you dumb shit idiot. This is a person who got a tattoo infected because she shaved it, like, the day after she got it. So she's a dumb piece of shit. Every time you say that, I always imagine her, like, shaving the tattoo, and I don't care for that. Well, that's you what she that did. You mean you shaved the hair. Well, she shaved over top of it, so yeah. she shaved the tattoo, yeah, in essence. Yeah, it just skeeves me out so bad. Yeah, she shaved an open wound, and it got infected. Shocking! Anyway, I hate this person. Um, yeah. <laughs> they suck. I hope they, like, earn the error of their way someday, but I'm not confident in that, because aforementioned tattoo story. <laughs> PSA, folks, don't fucking shave your tattoos. When they're you, new. Yeah, when they're new. When they're healed, it's just skin, but give it, like, two weeks. Um, it's so hard to get a tattoo infected. You have to fuck up so badly. Um, anyway, and if you've ever gotten a tattoo infected, like, sorry you fucked up so bad. You did a dumb thing. It's so hard to do. Or you went to a bad place and you didn't know and whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> but, uh, when I, like, was afraid to, like, watch lesbian, and, like, lesbian porn, by and large, is made by, for the gays of men. Like, yes. lesbian porn that you say on, like, mainstream porn sites. But I was so afraid to watch lesbian porn because I was afraid that it would turn me on because I was so afraid of being a lesbian because my whole experience with lesbian identity up to that point was, uh, you know, the reason that I had no friends in the seventh grade, like, which was super shitty. There's been, like, two periods in my life where I just had no friends at all, and it fucking sucks. Um, And one of those times was because I was a lesbian. The other one was because I had just gotten out of a crazy abusive relationship that isolated me from everybody I knew. But the first time was because everybody thought I was a lesbian, and so that was such a, like, bad word. Um... And so it never, it never would have occurred to me, again, to make that on The Sims, but it was the same, what you're describing was this, I feel like, the same sort of aversion to, like, me not wanting to watch lesbian porn because I was afraid it would, like, give me feelings, you know? Even though, again, it was made for such a male gaze, it was just watching two women together was something that I, like, couldn't, like, I, I wouldn't even, like, be affectionate with female friends. I mean, I feel like I've told this story before, like, the first time that I saw a uh... I get like lesbian porn was when um, there was this there was this image of these two women talking about how they used to be tomboys but now they're full grown lesbians and I immediately like X out of the page and I was like I cannot do this yeah I I was a a tomboy I was a tomboy I cannot be a lesbian and that was something that I was so afraid of Um, and I guess that that definitely translated into my experiences playing playing The Sims. Um, because I really did not want to expose myself to that, but I did want to expose myself to that, but I couldn't expose myself right. to that, but I did want to, though. Um, 
And The Sims, I think, is a really powerful place of exploration for especially young people Mm -hmm. because there were a lot of um, facets of life that I was able to uh, kind of get get a hold of that Mm -hmm. I probably would not have been able to have empathy for or understand otherwise. Um, It's a very simplistic game. Oh, totally. Some might call it uh, boring as fuck. You, um... Me. And it's also like considered, like, a game that casuals and, like, um, girls, I yeah. use that, both of those were in quotes, uh, play. Um, that's what, like, gaming communities uh, oftentimes say about games like The Sims. Yeah, even though everybody um, and their second cousin played The Sims at yeah, one point or another. I mean, it's a fun game, I think. Uh, I disagree, but that has nothing to do with anything. I just think it's boring. Yeah, sure. Um, people are wrong every day, Hannah. Um, <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> using your own words against you. Uh, love you. Um, so, in... In The Sims, you uh, design basically like a family. You're, you're kidding, but that Malort is tearing through me. I oh. told you. Uh, Aaron had his first shot of Malort tonight. It was a mistake. Yeah, it was definitely a mistake. So in The Sims, you design like uh, people that are called Sims. And I don't think you, we need to describe The Sims to people. I was just going to describe some aspects of it, but okay. You know and what The you, Sims like, are. Design a house. Google it if you don't know what The Sims are. That I thought the point of our podcast was to talk about video games and kind of describe some of them. Yeah, but I think The Sims is different. Like, there's It's a game where you make people and you make houses, and then and the people live in the, the houses. And you people's needs and all that, and you let them live their lives. Lives, yeah, and they have and they have kids boring. and they and they uh, love people and they hate people and they fight. I think it's I love super them. fucking boring. I w- I would I want to I want to I want to hear more about why you think it's boring and why I you... just doesn't interest me. But okay, I feel like there has to be. I know that you whenever you would play it, you would um kill your Sims. Yeah, so I would make my Sims fuck. I would I would spend a long time building the house and the people that yeah, the I would be really fun. interested in. But because the game had no plot or like. You couldn't really direct, like, the control the characters or whatever. You would just click on stuff and then watch them do stuff. Um, I always just thought it was super boring. Like, there was nothing to play for me. Um, and I would just spend all this time building this house and building these characters, and then I would make them fuck a whole bunch. And, uh, a whole bunch. Uh, then I would get just super bored, and if I got bored, I would uh, find inventive ways to kill my Sims, and that was the most exciting part of the game for me. I was very obsessed with death as a young person, like very obsessed with death, and as a current adult, but it's I've always been that way. Like I've always been obsessed with death, um, as long as I can, literally as long as I can remember. I guess, like in oh. every like you know you like play games, you yes. like ro- role playing games with your friends. Uh, I would like you know just like fucking around in the backyard or whatever. I would yeah. my character would. Always die. Always die. Hundo percent of the time. Always Goodness. die. And I would always play as a boy, but I think that had less to do with gender than um, in the narratives and the media that I saw. Like, girls never got to do anything interesting. Sure, they yeah. never got to be the hero or lead the plot. And you wanted to be um, the hero and lead the And plot. I wanted to be the hero and lead the plot, or at least, like, have an interesting role at all. Um, so I would always be a boy, but I would always die. And so I would always, like, kill. I was like sort of macabrely obsessed with, like, killing my Sims or, like, video game character deaths and stuff. Um, And so, like, I would, like, put all the Sims in the swimming pool and pull all the ladders out and just let them drown. Which I also think is, judging by people I've talked to on the internet, uh, that's also a very common Sims experience. Yeah, no, I've heard that also. And then they come back as ghosts and haunt the new family that moves into the home. Which is cool. Um, Ghosts are very cool. Ghosts are tight. It's interesting that you started this talking about, like, escapism, because it almost sounds like the way that you used the Sims was almost anti-escapist. It was to, like, 
mirror the real world and like experience the real world better not to like live I guess maybe to live like an alternate life I mean I was gonna dive into a little bit more because something that you said kind of set me off on understanding more about why I enjoyed The Sims so much um I didn't want a plot or like something to play I wanted something to build my fantasies around Mm -hmm. like I had all of these imagined like storylines and feelings like placed into this um game because I was I was not to say that you weren't but I'm just saying I was like a very imaginative kid and I had all of these stories like going on and um I really liked that it was a very simple like point and click game that was very basic and it just provided like graphics for my imagined situations that I would come up with and that's an interesting point about it not being escapist it was like alternate well, that, what you're talking about, is a little more escapist. Yeah. And that's, so for me, when I was a kid, I was really, like, we talked about fantasy a lot on this, because I, I was really only as a kid interested in genre fiction, and I was mostly just interested in fantasy, um, like high fantasy. And so The Sims was very boring for me, because pretty much anything that wasn't high fantasy was very boring for me as a kid, and sure. just, like, gameplay-wise, it was just very hard to keep my attention. It's funny, because I really liked... Um, uh, real-time strategy games and turn-based strategy games. Oh, yeah. I played a lot of Age of Empires 2, one of the greatest fucking games ever made, Age of Empires 2, Age of Kings. Oh, rules, that game. Oh, rules. Especially if the cheat code where you get the cars that just, like, demolish your enemies. Then they have the campaigns you could play as Joan of Arc, and I had a lot of feelings about Joan of Arc as a kid and as an adult That's also. Gay. She is a lesbian. She is a big Well, she's dead. But she, she was. was a lesbian. She still is in our hearts and minds. Well, yes. I think you're still a lesbian if you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, anyway, so uh, I would crap like, I did that too, where I would, like, use games as escapism yeah. and, like, media as escapism to, like, live out my sort of fantasies, but they were always attached to games that uh, exist and pieces of media with an existing plot, mm. and I would, like, build universes around that or, like, take those already existing characters and, like, put them into other narratives oh, totally. that was somehow easier for me. The Sims, again, just didn't hold my interest because it felt like maybe it wasn't, um, it wasn't far enough away from reality was mm-hmm. part of why it was boring to me. Sure. Like, it took me, honestly, a really long time, even in my, like, reading life to, like, be engaged in more realistic stories. Um, Because, again, and I still, minus, like, Carol, um, I still don't really like, like, mellow, like, I don't like watching dramas. I don't like watching, like, realism dramas. You watch a lot of L Word. Yeah, it's, realism drama would be a um, tenuous series of adjectives to apply to the L word. What about melodrama, though? You said melodrama. I mean, yeah, that's not really what I meant, though. Okay. Um, Because melodrama is heightened by definition. Yes. Um, Yeah, the L word, again, drama would be a generous descriptor for the L word. Is it trying to be drama? Debatable. (laughs) Um, Does it succeed? Not at all. Um, Their idea of drama is to um, suddenly take all of the character development they have built for a character and throw it into the sewer. Yeah, no spoilers, though. I, it's been out. <laughs> it's been off the air for 10 years. So, And also, you shouldn't watch it. Yeah, no, you should. Um, it's should. the idea, yeah, their but idea of drama is to either kill somebody out of nowhere or to, again, spend several seasons building up somebody as an okay person and then throw that into the garbage and then flush the garbage down the toilet and then make them the worst piece of shit on planet Earth. Can I, I think we've gone on an L-word rant in every single one of these podcasts. Yeah, because we're, we're fucking balls deep in watching the L-word. I wish you 
wouldn't. He, well, it's as unpleasant as that Black Mirror episode where he fucks a pig. Oh. In many ways. You know, I have a good time watching it with you. <laughs> I also have a good time watching it, but it's a bad show. Um, and so, so anyway, point being, Hannah point had being, a hard time getting into realism. Yeah, okay, I had a hard time getting re- into realism as a child, um, and sometimes as an adult. But, so, it was not engaging to me because it felt like I couldn't live out. Like, the fantasies that I had were always, like, high fantasies. Like, the maybe it was just the life that I was leading was so um, abusive. Um and, like, shitty, and, like, I was a very, like, isolated kid in a lot of ways. Like, I had, like, friends, and I had toys and stuff and so forth, but, like, I just was very, like, emotionally isolated, um, and it took me until, like, mm, this year, pretty much, to, like, become less that way. Um, not, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it took me a long-ass time. Um, and, uh, so, like, anything that was, like, that close to reality, like Sims was for me, was just boring because it didn't feel like like the escapism that I wanted was to like be a superhero was to like be a wizard like I was not interested in escapism that paralleled the real world in any way Mm. um because that didn't really feel like escapism for me and it never really has other than like Carol made me like again Carol is an exception um and Carol made me believe in love again when I saw it I saw it months after I'd been dumped from my uh, super abusive relationship and I went and saw it yeah when I went and saw it by myself yeah with all those couples yeah with all those lesbian couples and Um, I wore a button up under a sweater incredible I think that that's very cute you're very sexy I'm extremely sexy Um, I wish people could see me in the shirt right now I wish they could too good ass you know what here's the thing we can do we can post ourselves on Instagram me in my pajamas and you in your very very good outfit thank you you're welcome it's very sexy it's extremely sexy Um, so anyway I'm gonna stop complimenting Hannah for three seconds and (laughs) say what I was gonna say um what was I gonna say I got distracted by how sexy you are I'm just Uh, too sexy for this podcast no I was ty- I was gonna say like a lot of my um fantasies were real in that my like desire at that time was I don't know when this dance party started I looked down and then like three seconds later everyone at the table was dancing um now <laughs> and I hit her hand I'm gonna finish my story regardless yeah, of listening. what's happening on the outside um and my my like one my one desire for fantasy at this time was just to be of a different gender, and that just mm, was yeah. not being fulfilled. Interesting. Um, I mean, I also wanted to be a cat from the Warrior Cat series, <laughs> and I also wanted to be a wizard in Harry Potter, yeah. and I wanted to be a lot of things. But I think that but was your, like, like driving desire was that was at the base of it in all reality. Yeah, something that was quite rooted in reality because it was very tangible in mm-hmm. my everyday experiences, and I thought that if I could just change this one thing, my life would be so much better, in spite of the fact that, you know, it wouldn't, but yeah. that was that was just the one the one place that I really wanted to escape to, and the one thing that I really wanted to, uh, to do. Interesting, because I think your, um, your escapism had a lot to do with, like, a concrete thing that mm-hmm. could exist that you felt like would well, fix could your life. quotation marks. Right, but like it was possible to yeah. exist and I didn't, thought would... F- I didn't know that it was possible. Right, but it, it is. Uh, yeah, yes, And yes. is currently happening. What? Um, <laughs> oh, I hate to tell you this. You've been on tea for a year. I hate to be the one to tell you. That's why you got all your sad little boy beard. <laughs> it's getting there. It's trying it's, its best. So it's doing its best. Um... 
And uh, you, you look nice, Kai. We've, I, we joke about your facial hair all the time. I know. It's just that this podcast has been full of deep sighs, and I didn't want to like, oh, okay. break the trend. Yeah, cool. Um, and my escapism had more to do with wanting to, like, have powers or be the hero. Mm, be in control. Yeah, my, ooh, yeah, 100% to be in control. No, that's all, sexy. All my fantasies. And that's it actually uh, the sign of an abusive childhood. <laughs> an abused child, not an abusive um, child. But I said abusive childhood. Oh, I thought you said abusive child. I was like, I wasn't abusing nobody. <laughs> no, 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 I was no, trying no, no. really hard. That's not true. I had anger issues. But uh, I didn't have any siblings, so. Uh, well, I did. I have a stepbrother, but yeah. he was. Don't like, erase me. I'm not going to erase Mackenzie. We can say his name. Oh, okay. It's just that you got mad at me the last time that I said your mom's name. That was different for some reason. Okay. I don't know. All right. Um, and uh, anyway, he uh, he's twice my size, so. Um, oh, so you mean you couldn't beat him up or whatever? Yeah, I thought I you were talking about, like, <laughs> because he, he was safer than your mom because he's twice your size or something? No, he, uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't have beaten him up if I tried because he was twice my size. Sure. He's currently, he's still twice my size. He's, like, Incredible. six foot four. Wow. Because um, we're not biologically related. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, all of my fantasies are about, like, control and, like, hyper, like, power, like, being able to save and protect people and being in control. And yours were that, but also more about, like, Mine were mostly about being loved. Actually. Yeah, yours were actually about being I loved. I really desperately wanted to be loved and accepted in a world where I felt like I wasn't seen. And I wanted to be uh, in control and able to protect people in a world where I was in control of nothing and felt like I wasn't being protected. This is really good psychoanalysis right do now. You, oh my God. Do you go to therapy? Uh, I have actually since... I realized the other day that this is super abnormal, that I've been in therapy since I was 13. Yeah, that is bizarre. Yeah. I'm so healthy, and I'm doing really well. I said that sarcastically, but actually but I'm that's doing not really true. well. And I'm <laughs> it's historically healthy. not true, but it's it, true now. Historically not true, but true now, yeah. Uh, same. Hashtag yeah. same. Oh, my God, incredible. Speaking uh, of which, what uh, we, we have... Almost meds time. Almost meds time, yes. Hannah's, Hannah's special meds. Hannah's happy brain pills. My happy brain pills. Hannah's doing some hand motions right now about her having... Antidepressants. Yeah, killing it. No, but I guess to tie it to tie it back to The Sims, I think that the different play styles of The Sims represent those different narratives that we were looking totally, to Totally, when you say that, like, mine was all about being in control. Like yeah, because you were in control of those people's lives. I mean, those maybe Maybe part of the reason I thought The Sims was boring or it wasn't interested is that I wasn't as, you aren't as control in control of the characters in The Sims. Mm. Like, in other video games, primarily, you are directly in control. True. Like, even in, like, Age of Empires 2, Age of Kings, one of the greatest games of all time, uh, you're like directly in control of Taking your army. Control. You're in control, art <laughs> assuming control. Yeah, that's it. This hurts you. Yeah, Shepard. Thank Shepherd. you. I wanted this to happen. I appreciate it. Shepard. <sighs> Liara's here on the podcast. I am so delighted. That was pretty good. That was so. That good. That was a really good one. You not only sound like Liara, but you look like you're on NPR. Cool. It's so good. <laughs> that's all I've ever wanted to look like. Even you're with the, just like <gasps> with Terry the flannel. Gross. Thank you. That's so kind. Oh my god, you're welcome. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> oh my god, you're welcome. I feel welcome. like that's such a white lesbian thing to what? be like, you look like Terry Gross. You look oh just like Terry Gross. Thank you. I love NPR. This is not what lesbians sound like. What do lesbians sound like? <sighs> um, you look you look just like Terry Gross. You look just like Terry Gross. <laughs> is that That's I feel like if we're doing stereotypes. If we're doing stereotypes. 
lesbians are stereotypical. I think we're already doing our lesbian voices. Yeah, because we do that vocal fry thing. Well, I you don't, don't do, do the it as anymore. anymore because I don't have to. You are on T, so your voice is literally just several octaves lower. It's great. I, I do love the vocal it. fry thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, that I uh, we were talking about like my um, you weren't aren't directly in control of yeah, your character yeah. in The Sims. Your <laughs> the character will just like statement. fuck off and do whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it, I, I would enjoy The Sims more now, but it's not willing. I'm not something I'm willing to spend a bunch of money on. Sure. Because um, now I would make it gay and blah blah blah. But I still think I would get bored with it bored with it pretty quickly because yeah, I, I remember I spent that. a bunch of money on The Sims Three when it came out, oh, and I was thing. like, uh, I was still bored. Yeah. What? Wait, what'd you say? I said, oh, you poor thing. Oh, thank... Oh, I didn't hear you. I thought you said, were you bored then? <laughs> I can't hear shit. Neither can I. I thought you said, I was still born. <laughs> <laughs> I was born with jaundice. Yeah. I was like less than a foot long and uh, yellow. That was not meant to be a I joke. Was like, I was like, in just many very... ways, I was like a Subway sandwich. I wanted to explain why I made a horrified face at you. <laughs> You're my Subway sandwich I did hear your Subway sandwich Can I tell my very good joke I thought of this week? Yeah, you can. If uh, when you um, kill your dad, it's called patricide, and you kill your mom, it's called matricide, what's it called when you kill your children? What's it called when you kill your children, Hannah? Pesticide. Did you just get in really close to the mic to say that? It's, oh, boy. That's... I thought of another really good joke when I was at work the other day, but I don't remember it now. <laughs> That's a good one, Hannah. Thanks for telling us that. Funny and sexy. We are so incredibly sexy. I can't finish this podcast. I it, I can't finish this podcast. You just want an excuse to go to bed. I do just want an excuse. Kai's very tired. We should wrap I'm up. I'm so tired. But we were talking about oh yeah the the, the end point of the of the Sims. Like you you murdering all of them is about control mm-hmm. and me. Uh, Maybe my out. death obsession was about control too, and the fact that mm. I like worship death as a concept, but that's maybe also partially about control. I'm gonna think about it too hard right now. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think about that at all ever again. Probably. Thank you. Cool. You're welcome. I give you explicit permission <laughs> not to worry about your your, your life and yourself. Um, yeah, I mean, in in my method of playing The Sims, like to fruition, like I would have generations of people. Oh and yeah. Was, what is the goal of The Sims? What happens if you play it for longer than like an hour? It's just a life lived. I oh, mean, you that's just boring. you just you're doing that right now. Yeah, it's kind of boring. <laughs> I, it, I think it's pretty okay. But I get um, to like do shit and play video games in the light of living. I don't okay, just the Sims get there. to do that. Also, all I'm saying it's is, uh, basically, what what I would end up doing is I would a lot of times um, make it either so that they wouldn't die or I'd extend their lifespan to a lot of days because uh, something about me that is in fact the opposite of you is that I am terrified of the idea of death. I oh, really yeah. don't like the idea that all of this will end one day. Um, but I also kind of am not afraid of it, but I also don't like that it's all going to end. Oh yeah, I'm not afraid of death at all. I don't like change very much as a person, and that's something that I struggle with a lot and I'm working through, but, um, anyway, yeah, my Sims would pretty much never die, and if they did, like, they would, they would, you know, get married and have kids, and then, like, I would, I would play as the kids, and then the kids would grow up, and then they would have kids, and, like, a lot of people have, like, these huge-ass family trees of just these huge generations of Sims, and, like, the whole, the point, the plot of the game that you're, you're trying to get at is just to, like, I don't know, live, live a life and, like, get a job and, like... Sounds like you're supposed to, like, go forth and and multiply. Sounds a little, like, futurist. I mean, it is kind of futurist in that way, yeah. Futurity, Um, not futurist. That's different. It's kind of futurity-based in that way. It's reproductive futurity, like Lee Ullman talks about, for sure. I mean, 
the the kids are definitely like lauded um but you it's very um it's a very heteronormative timeline you're rewarded for uh getting a job and advancing in that career and mm-hmm. doing it properly capitalist propaganda um, and uh yeah and getting more money and you are lauded for like developing skills and developing friendships well those uh, are good things that's capitalist propaganda Chips, I think it's anti-capitalist. Yeah, yeah, I, Capitalism I, does not want us to have chosen communities. That's true. Not at all. Not one bit. Um, that was an inappropriate joke. I should never say anything about capitalism that I don't mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a very it's quite a heteronormative timeline. I'm realizing now. But you, yeah, you basically just live out a life, and that was just, I guess, also part of it was that was never something that I thought that somebody like me could do. Interesting. Yeah. Um, because I always knew that there was like something different or what I saw as wrong about me, so I never thought that I'd get the chance to do that. So I wanted to do it as much as possible, and now I don't want to do that. So you know, it's all for naught. Yep. Um, like, rate, and subscribe. Oh, no. Is that where we're ending? To our podcast, yeah. Oh, jeez. Fucking death drive, okay. bitch. Um, uh, like, rate, leave a review of my Liara impression. Tell me Please. what you think of it. Oh, my gosh. Tell Hannah everything. Uh, tweet Tell at me. Tell how sexy she is. Tweet at me two things. How sexy I am. Tweet at me about that and also about my Liara impression. Did you like it? What'd you think? It's mostly usually just for Kai, so I'm legitimately curious yeah, what people I love think. It so I'm much. excited to hear it on the recording so I can hear it. I'm excited for you too. Something Shepherd. I just I love it when you do it. It makes me so happy when you do imitations of things. And I have no explanation for why it fulfills like this specific itch that's in my brain that's like, make Hannah do imitations. I always prompt her to do it. It's anyway, um what what should people tweet at me? Ask me if I'm okay. Uh, maybe ask Kai if they're okay. Maybe ask me if I'm okay. Hey, a little okay. bit talked about wanting to die at I'm the end of the I'm very tired. I did not talk about wanting to die. That's probably true. I'm also very tired. Wow. <laughs> um, tweet at us about how good we are at ending podcasts. <laughs> yeah, definitely tweet at us and about that. And post on our Facebook page. We have our Facebook page mm-hmm. at uh, Gay if Gamers. Gay if it's Gay We Play. If it's Gay We Play. At Gay Gamers on Twitter. At yes. Gay Gamers on Instagram. Uh, if it's good, we play at gmail.com. Send us email an email. Us. We love getting your emails, and we will play the games that you send us. Yeah, I send us on that. any of these things. So I can we would that. love game suggestions. We would love feedback on what we talked about, and we, we would, would love ideas of what to talk about on this show. We would also love if you're just like a fan and you're and you want to tell us about yourself. Like, yeah, please do. I really like people. I really love. people. Yeah, no, I, I always get very you. delighted when some, not just when somebody says they like the podcast because like obviously Even I want attention. Really that's why I have podcast. a podcast, but. Um, also I just get excited cause like other people are interacting with us and like, I want to interact with other I just game hear fans you, and, and queer people. And that's actually why I want to do this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I really like interacting with other folks about video games and queerness or neither or both. Um, yeah. so just send us an email. We like you. Yeah. Cool. I think that's a good way to end. That's a very positive note to end Yeah. On. I'm a fan. Tori. Hi, Tori. <laughs> So we have to mention the cat at least once. She's yeah, around. she's here. Um, Dory, come here. Oh, you could hear her meowing. Okay, oh, I bet. Thank incredible. God, right. she does that. She yells. So um, uh, keep playing games. Keep being games. We Goodbye. love you. Bye. We love you. Yeah. Bye.